Hello, my name is Stuart Lavenda. I'm the assistant rabbi at the Golf Manor Synagogue in Cincinnati. I will be giving a Dvar Tar to you today about the Parsha of Vayigash. After receiving the incredible and shocking news that Yosef remained alive, Yaakov packs up the family and migrates to Egypt. The Pesukim recount for us the genealogy of all who made this journey down to Mitzrayim. In conclusion, the Pasuk says, Kala Nefesh all the souls coming with Yaakov to Egypt. However, it is strange that the Pasuk refers to the souls or people in the singular, nefesh, as opposed to in the plural. Rashi contrasts our Pasuk of Yaakov with that of Asaph, where his household is referred to in the plural, nafshos beso. Rashi explains the apparent contradiction by dissecting the two dissimilar households. Asaph had a diverse group of wives, all with different nationalities and religions. Predictably enough, each of them worshipped a different god. This undoubtedly led to tension in the house, presumably causing disunity amongst the family. Therefore, Asaph's household had many people, Nafsho's Beso. However, the lives of Yaakov's family were all centered on a common theme. They all believed in the same god, United as one, the Torah correctly portrays them as such, as a nefesh, a single soul. The Kli Yakar offers a different explanation for the use of the singular nefesh. Originally, there was a great sibling rivalry between the Jewish people of that time, between Yosef and his brothers. Jealousy and hatred emanated from the two groups, climaxing as the brothers mercilessly heaved Yosef into the pit. Thirteen years later, this animosity was lost amidst a heart-wrenching reunion between the brothers. Now, as they were heading down to Egypt with Yaakov and their children, they once again were united as one family, the dissension no longer present between Yosef and his brothers. That is why they are referred to as one soul, as a nefesh. If we return to the Pasuk and look at its context, you will notice that Yaakov and his family are about to descend into the treacherous area of Egypt, which was steeped in idols and immorality. The Jewish people realized the dangers involved and knew that the only means to combat such evil forces was to unite as one, to stick together. Not only would this merit them the protection of God, but also it would reinforce their Jewish identity and help prevent assimilation. For precisely this reason, Yosef portrayed his brothers as shepherds, in order to ensure their settlement in Goshen, far removed from the impurity which was in, found in the rest of Egypt. Perhaps that is why specifically now Yaakov and his family became one nefesh, one being, because they realized that this was their only hope to survive. In Parshas Yisro, B'nai Israel journeyed into the wilderness, eventually camping at Sinai. The Pasuk tells us, Vayachanu Bamidbar, Vayichan Sham Israel Neged Hahar, and they camped in the desert, and Israel camped opposite the mountain. Why does it say they camped in the plural, yet two words later it repeats they camped in the singular? To explain this inconsistency, Rashi states that Ben Israel had finally removed all dissension from within the camp. They were now finally united as one man with one heart, Ki Ishechad Balevechad. The Kli Yakar in Yisro further comments on the significance placed in B'nai Israel, spe-
specifically now coming together as one. The Jewish people were due to receive the Torah. Unfortunately, Hashem was hesitant to present such a precious treasure to a nation which was still, still dealing with an internal strife. Only after showing they had overcome their differences and were now united in heart and mind was Hashem willing to bestow the gift of Torah upon the nation. This group was now unique from all other nations, creating a marked distinction in how the world viewed them. They were now the Jewish people. That is why, specifically now, before receiving the Torah, it was so important for the Jewish people to unite as one. These scenarios, both in Egypt and by Har Sinai, would challenge the integrity of the Jewish people, distinguishing them from the other nations, and thus necessitated a preemptive unification to ensure their success as a people. Today, as we face the trials and tribulations of exile, it is essential for us to remember the lessons taught by the Bnei Israel of yesteryear. If we too can put aside our differences in this present-day world of competition and join as one nefesh, hopefully Hashem will conclude our galus, our exile, coupled with the now-deserving arrival of our ultimate redemption. Have a good Shabbos.